0: you're listening to trivia time the podcast quiz show each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each in addition to a music round and bonus anagram if you'd like we have a pdf scoring sheet available on our website triviatimepodcast.com which you can use to answer along each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's Trivia Time. Welcome to episode 231 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there.
1: How's it going, Kelly? Oh, pretty well. How are you? I've been pretty well as well. We've had another rainy week, so things are messy, but I'm feeling fine. My little dog hates it. Oh, bubba's. The sun came out today for like a half hour. I took him for a walk and he did not one, not two, but three poops to celebrate. Dang,
0: he's backed up.
1: (laughs) Get it, Chester. I know. Thanks, bud. But enough about that. Just a heads up that next episode, next week, we will be revealing the answers to the visual round that was posted on our website for this month. So make sure and check it out before then. A few shout outs to give. Huge thanks to Grace and this guy for leaving five star reviews. Thanks so much, guys. And also welcome aboard the Tater Train, new patrons. Thanks so much to Tiffany and Amy. Woohoo. Thanks, y'all. And we also have a birthday message. Happiest birthday to Tim from Quoting. Woohoo. Happy birthday, Tim. Yeah, we hope you have a great one. All right. It's time to
0: get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Onion Satan O-N-I-O-N-S-A-T-A-N And the question that goes with this anagram is What Texas city has a collegiate basketball team that competes in the NCAA League and has a mascot named Rowdy the Roadrunner.
1: Moving on to round one. Round number one goes out to patrons Josie and Casey. Hi, guys. They're two buds that love listening to the show, and they suggested this round, and I thought it was a really cute idea. Together, their first initials are J and K, so this round is called JK there is nothing serious about this joke of a general knowledge round that is JK initial themed. So an example would be if I asked a question about John Kerry or a question about how high Kelly can jump kick. Not very. (laughs) They don't know that. You can misrepresent yourself. It's a podcast.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) Nobody can see those kicks.
0: That's right. No one can see me. (laughs) Thank you to Josie and Casey. Question number 1. What Tennessee-born comedic actor and stuntman with J.K. initials is best known for his work on the MTV series Jackass? Question number 2. What music legend behind the hit Because the Night penned the 2010 memoir titled Just Kids? Question number three. List either the first or middle names that author J.K. Rowling is better known by her initials for. Question number four. Cultivated in England since 1867, the January King is a variety of what vegetable that also comes in the varieties Savoy and Napa? Question number five, what Boston-based boy band who reached peak popularity in the early 1990s had members that included a pair of brothers with JK initials? Question number six, considered a pioneer of the beat generation, what former Marine and author with JK initials wrote the 1957 novel On the Road? Question number seven, actor J.K. Simmons won an Oscar for his performance in what 2014 drama film directed by Damien Chazelle? Question number eight, what 10-time NBA All-Star and two-time Olympic gold medalist with J.K. initials is the current head coach of the Dallas Mavericks? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, JK. Question number one. The comedic actor and stuntman with J.K. initials best known for
1: his work on Jackass is Johnny Knoxville. You know, I have no idea what that guy's been up to lately, but he definitely had a moment. Well, there
0: was that recent Jackass movie, so I think he's still at
1: it. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. So you're saying he's still stapling his buns together? (laughs) Basically. Question
0: number two. The music legend who penned the 2010 memoir, Just Kids, is Patti Smith. Question number three. You needed to list either the first or middle names that author J.K. Rowling uses initials for, and they are Joanne and
1: Kathleen. I'm still pretending Hermione wrote those books, so next question. <laughs> question number four. The January
0: King is a variety of the vegetable cabbage. Question number five. The boy band that included a pair of brothers with JK initials is New Kids on the Block.
1: Pop Quiz Kelly, what were the names of those brothers? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> There's Jordan Knight and Jonathan Knight. That's right. The latter of which has a husband now.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Cute. That's fun. Question number six. The author with J.K. initials who wrote the 1957 novel On the Road is Jack Kerouac. Question number seven. Actor J.K. Simmons won an Oscar for his performance in the 2014 film Whiplash. This was a great film. I enjoyed this one. Question number eight The 10 time NBA All Star that is the current head coach of the Dallas Mavericks is Jason Kidd.
1: He's won a ton of awards. I'm not really familiar with his career, but what I noticed when I was putting together this PowerPoint is I have not just one, but two Dallas Mavericks questions this week. Like, what? what are the odds oh dang (laughs) so we'll have about four listeners that'll be pretty pumped about that out there you're welcome (laughs) moving on to round two round number two is our audio round and this one actually goes out to patrons matt and tyrone hi guys it is called songs in the key of keys this music round features instrumental piano covers of popular songs According to Matt, Tyrone is an avid pianist. He has an affinity for Bach, who we did not actually include on this round, but (laughs) hopefully he'll enjoy the piano part. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for the original recording artist. Thank you, Matt and Tyrone.
0: 1. Two
1: three.
0: Five six. Seven eight. the answers for round two, Songs in the Key of Keys. Song number one was Dark Horse by Katy Perry. Song number two was Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Song number three was Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift. Song number four was Paradise by Coldplay. Song number five was Apologize by One Republic. Nice Song number six was Arms Wide Open by Creed. Song number seven was Kokomo by The Beach Boys. And song number eight was Flowers by Miley Cyrus.
1: Some of these covers were just straight up piano. I threw in a few that had some string accompaniment, but there were some really pretty renditions. Kelly's favorite band, Creed, was included with arms <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Thank goodness. Well, it's better than the original, to be honest. I mean, like the Parslow. <laughs> I know you were missing that guttural voice. Ooh. <laughs> I'm ready to be. Yeah, some songs work better than others in this format, but I always say that if a song is a good song, then you can translate it into different forms and different keys and it still holds up, you know, which is true for many songs on this list. So hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Moving on to round three. So round number three goes out to listeners, Caitlin and Tim, who are getting married. No big deal. Big deal. Big deal. Congratulations, you guys. Your friend, Quoting, who actually gave a birthday shout-out to Tim at the head of this episode, also wanted to highlight that his best friends are getting married. So, thoughtful, Quoting. Yeah, thanks a lot. We hope that you guys have a great time and that it's everything you wished it would be. This round's for you. It combines a few of their interests. This one is called Beauty and the Feast. You are what you eat with this round where human anatomy and the culinary world Collide. Happy wedding,
0: Caitlin and Tim. Question number one. Featured in the film Amadeus, the confection Nipples of Venus are white chocolate-coated chestnut truffles infused with what liqueur produced by distilling wine? Question number two. The small scoop-shaped pasta known as Ore Chieti has a name in Italian that means little what? Question number three, list the two main ingredients in a fuzzy navel, a sweet highball cocktail for a half point each. Question number four, the elongated sponge cakes known as lady fingers are a common ingredient in what popular Italian dessert that is also made with coffee, liqueur, and mascarpone cheese? Question number five. Despite its name, the dairy-free snack known as head cheese is a meat dish that is a cold-cut terrine or meat jelly set in a savory gelatin made with meat broth known as what five-letter term? Question number six, the fatty bump at the tail end of what cooked poultry is referred to as a Pope's nose or Parsons nose? Question number seven, what legume with origins in West Africa shares a name with the hip-hop group behind the 2009 best-selling album, The E.N.D.? Question number 8. Sometimes used as an offering placed at altars, the edible craft known as sugar skulls are part of a tradition associated with what holiday celebrated at the beginning of November and widely observed in Mexico? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Beauty and the Feast. Question number one. Nipples of Venus are white chocolate-coated chestnut truffles infused with brandy. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hate this name, but it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'll have it. <laughs> Question number
0: two. Ore Chiete pasta has a name in Italian that means little ears
1: i always just think they look like little helmets that's what my girls and i call them yeah that's right but
0: yeah little ears
1: which means like if you make mac and cheese with them it's like gross stop a whole new visual i know i know i'm sorry let's move on question
0: number three you needed to list the two main ingredients in a fuzzy naval cocktail for a half point each and they are peach schnapps
1: and orange juice Again, kind of gross name, but I'll have one. Right? (laughs) (laughs) They're actually a little sweet for me, though.
0: They're so sweet. Yeah. Question number four. Lady fingers are a common ingredient in the popular Italian dessert, tiramisu. Yum. I'll have that for sure. Question number five. Head cheese is a meat dish set in a savory broth gelatin that can be classified as an aspic gross it's so bad moving on
1: dude i can't <laughs> you like it ah. I can admit it ah. it's totally mid-century totally quaalude housewife fair <laughs> there's something about aspects and food set in jello that's kind of ugly gorgeous though yeah i get that it's like an art piece but not to eat uh-huh it looks like resin it looks shellacked for sure I'm actually a member of an Aspic Facebook group. You are not. (laughs) I am. I totally am. There's some wild stuff that gets posted on there. A lot of just unthinkably nasty vintage recipes. But then people get creative like around the holiday. Halloween pops off on that Aspic page. Oh, it's so good. Oh my God, I bet. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no regrets. Question number six. A pope's nose or parson's nose is the fatty bump at the tail end of a
1: turkey. Another yucky one. Yeah, this is gross. <laughs> also, like, you know, popes and parsons are supposed to be respected right? elders of the church. And then you're like, no, exactly. your nose looks like a fatty bump at the tail end of a turkey. <laughs> Which even that visual is like so gross. I
0: hate it. It's so nasty. Question number seven, the legume that shares a name with a best-selling hip-hop group is Black
1: Eyed Peas. Gotta get that, gotta get that, gotta get that, (laughs) gotta get that.
0: (laughs) Question number eight, sugar skulls are part of a tradition associated with Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead. Moving on to round four.
1: So I'm a bad quizmaster with this one because this was a patron requested round. And after about 45 minutes of searching through email, I gave up on figuring out who requested this round. So I'm sorry. But if it's you, if you're listening out there and you were the one that requested this round, please solve that mystery and let me know. And I'll give you a belated shout out. Round number four is called Sail Away. Anchors away, it's a bucket of chum and a bottle of rum as we brave the sea with this round all about sailing. Thanks, patron.
0: (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) Question number one. Of Christopher Columbus's three famous ships, which was the largest? Question number two. Informally known as the Ald Mug, what sailing competition is the oldest international competition still operating in any sport? Question number three. Who is the executive producer for the ABC rom-com series The Love Boat? Some of his other producer credits include Dynasty and Beverly Hills 90210. Question number four. The international symbol for my vessel is healthy, what color flag must be flown when first entering the territorial waves of another country? Question number five. What measurement of boat speed is a measure of one nautical mile per hour? Question number six, who is the original recording artist of the 1979 soft rock hit, Sailing? Question number seven, what is a large group of ships commonly referred to as? Question number eight, what reality TV series on Bravo chronicles the lives of the crew members who work and reside aboard a superyacht during charter season. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, Sail Away. Question number one. Of Christopher Columbus's three famous ships, the largest was the Santa Maria. Pop quiz Kelly, what were the other two?
1: God, I know. There's that little song. Taking you back to third grade. History class. I have no idea. The Pinta. Oh, yeah. The Nina and the Santa Maria. There you go fun fun yeah christopher columbus so fun
0: so fun wholesome fun just like we learned in third grade right yeah question number two the sailing competition informally known as the old mug is america's cup question number three the executive producer for the abc rom-com series the love boat was aaron spelling
1: is something for everyone.
0: Question number four. The color of flag that must be flown when first entering the territorial waves of another country is yellow. Question number five. The measurement of boat speed equivalent to one nautical mile per hour is a knot. Question number six. The original recording artist of the 1979 soft rock hit, Sailing, is Christopher Cross.
1: Sure was. Only he and Billie Eilish had a year where they won all of the top prizes in addition to Best New Artists. Like album of the year, song of the year, etc. I have no idea what he looks like. I do picture that he 24-7 has wind in his hair, though.
0: I agree. There's got to be like, yeah, a casual vibe about him.
1: Yeah, a casual breeze. <laughs> oh, the can do miracle. Just you wait and see Believe me
0: Question number seven. A large group of ships is most commonly referred to as a fleet. Question number eight. The Bravo reality TV series that chronicles the lives of super yacht crew members is Below
1: Deck. And for those of you that are fans of that show, we actually had an entire round on Below Deck on episode 221, which came out last December. It's round three. It's called Big Deck Energy obviously.
0: (laughs) Obviously.
1: Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection.
0: Question number one. Currently playing for the Dallas Mavericks, what shooting guard known for his impressive ball handling skills Played for Duke before beginning his NBA career with the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2011, where he was named Rookie of the Year. Question number two. In 2023, a jury found Trump liable for sexual assault, battery, and defamation against what advice columnist whose column appeared in Elle magazine for over 25 years? Question number three. Speaking of Trump, what New Jersey governor associated with the political scandal known as Bridgegate has had two unsuccessful campaigns to become the Republican presidential nominee? Question number four. Referencing the frontman's surname, what was the title of the fifth studio album released by rock band The Doors? Included on the tracks are Peace Frog and Roadhouse Blues. Question number five. What Rodgers and Hammerstein musical based on a Margaret Landon novel was adapted for the big screen in 1956 with a classic film starring Yule Brenner and Deborah Kerr? Question number six. What Cora chatbot service shares a name with a popular 90s recording artist who released the gold-selling album, Hello? Question number seven. Wynona Ryder portrays a single mother in the popular series, Stranger Things. What is her character's name? Hint, she shares a name with the Hill Street Blues character, played by actress Veronica Hamill. It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The Mavericks shooting guard that began his NBA career with the Cavaliers in 2011, where he was named Rookie of the Year, is Kyrie Irving. There's our other Mavericks question, Kelly. If people were waiting on the edge of their seats. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There it is. Hope you got it right. Question number two. In 2023, a jury found Trump liable for sexual assault, battery, and
1: defamation against E. Jean Carroll. Not all heroes wear capes. Some wear sunglasses and blazers like E. Jean Carroll. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Way to stick with it. That's right. Fighting the good fight. Just as a reminder, she's just one of the 19 women who have come forward with... Similar allegations. Drain him. Right? Do it. (laughs) Take it all. Seriously. Question number three. The New Jersey
0: governor associated with the political scandal Bridgegate is Chris
1: Christie. He's a real scumbag. Yeah, for real. Question number four. Whoa, Kelly. What was that? Whatever it was, it needed to happen- So I could be derailed about just sounding off about the likes of Trump and Chris Christie. (laughs) (laughs) I think any listeners that I would have offended by that have already left me a two-star review and gotten lost by now, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I was going to say, you know, if you're still here. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. To swerve and keep things on a lighter note, that was actually a triple tater, which means you will receive three points instead of one if you correctly answer this question.
0: The title of the Doors album that included the tracks Peace Frog and Roadhouse Blues is
1: The Morrison Hotel. They actually put out quite a few albums before Jim Morrison died because he died young at 27 and they managed to put out quite a catalog. Yeah, that's right. I'm just going to say if I had the lifestyle that he did, I would not have been so productive. (laughs) That's fair point. (laughs) Question
0: number five. The Rodgers and Hammerstein musical that was adapted for the big screen in 1956 with a film starring Yul Brynner is The King and I. Question number six. The Cora chatbot service that shares a name with a popular 90s recording
1: artist is Poe. Her album Hello was massive in the 90s. It was right around the time of Liz Fair and Fiona Apple's debut. It's mm-hmm. a lot of brooding ladies. It's a vibe. Oh, I was into it. Uh-huh. I'm still into it. Same, same. Question number seven.
0: Why Ryder portrays a single mother in the popular series
1: Stranger Things named Joyce? She just always looks so concerned, woeful, and baffled <laughs> all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, honestly, things are kind of baffling and concerning.
1: (laughs) This is true. This is true. It
0: fits. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers
1: like... Kyrie Irving. E. Jean Carroll. Chris Christie. The Morrison Hotel. The King and I. Poe. And Joyce. And all of those answers
0: include a surname of a famous author. Right on. Sorry. (laughs) You couldn't help yourself. (laughs) No. Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was Onion Satan. The question that went with this anagram was, what Texas city has a collegiate basketball team that competes in the NCAA league and has a mascot named Rowdy the Roadrunner. And the answer is San Antonio. Onion Satan scrambles up to be San Antonio. More basketball. Look at us. Swish, swish,
1: bish. Go sports. Go sports. (laughs) Well, that does it, Kelly. Nice work. Yeah, we'll see everyone next week. Talk to you all next Tuesday with some more trivia. Bye, taters.
0: Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout-out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is TriviaTimePodcast at gmail.com and our website is TriviaTimePodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every
1: episode. We
0: also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more.
1: This week's background and answer break music was Lo-Fi Girl Dreams by Chilmore.
0: This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later taters. -taters.